Hey guys, Catfish here. Uh, before we get into this next episode, I do want to apologize up front. If you're listening to this on Tuesday before I've had a chance to go in and do some um, tweaks to the sound, uh, I want to apologize for some of the sound issues that I had. I've, I've not run into these in the past, uh, but I, I feel like there were a few issues that I had uh, with recording this episode that, that left little pops and, and squeaks and whatnot in there that I just was not able to edit out in a short amount of time during lunch before I needed to publish it to stay on schedule. Uh, so for my early listeners listening on Tuesday, you guys will probably hear some of those things, and I'm sorry about that. Hopefully this evening I'll be able to edit those out and republish it for anybody who's listening to it then on Wednesday morning. Uh, so thanks guys for uh, bearing with me, uh, and I hope that y'all will enjoy this next episode. Well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening there, gamers. How is everyone doing today? Uh, I'm your host, Catfish, and I want to welcome you all back to another episode of Clashing in Traffic. Thank you all for hopping on in the car with me as I drive off to work this morning on this absolutely beautiful Tuesday that we have here in the Commonwealth of Virginia. Uh, it is gorgeous. We had some rain last night, which was fantastic. Watered my plants out in the yard so that I didn't have to. Topped off the pool just a little bit and uh, cooled things down. So hopefully today it will be absolutely gorgeous. Uh, wherever y'all are at, I hope that y'all are experiencing some good weather too. I know last week I mentioned that we had some folks in our clans that were going through some pretty hefty storms uh, various places around the globe. Uh, thankfully, they all pulled through those fairly fairly well and uh, are back to clashing just as normal. So what is going on today in Clash of Clans? Well, let's see. We're finishing up clan games, right? Today, Tuesday is the last day of clan games, so hopefully everybody is getting all of their uh, games done and uh, that you're getting those 4,000 points and helping your, your team max out everything that they can. Uh, me in clan games. So the day that clan games started, it was kind of kind of funny, you know. I, I joke about the people that race to finish clan games, even though there's no point in being the first one done, right? Uh, well, the day that clan games started, I uh, I did a couple early in the morning before I, I started doing my work. I head down, I uh, you know, because right now I'm working from home most of the time, and I head down. I go to connect my work computer up and run its VPN and get everything connected into the stuff that I need to do for work. And I'm trucking right along doing my thing. And then all of a sudden, everything just dies. Uh, wifey's in the other room and I hear her kind of fiddling around with something. And she had been trying to watch a, a show and the TV goes out, the internet's dead, pick up the phone, got nothing there. And some, uh, some construction workers in the area that were actually contracted by my local internet service provider to do some upgrades in the neighborhood. Uh, and they had called Miss Utility like they're supposed to, to come out and mark all of where the utility lines and things go so that they don't cut anybody else's utilities. Well, one of them just happened to run a backhoe through their own main fiber optic cable connecting our entire neighborhood. So the upgrade that they were doing to the neighborhood that is uh, just down the street from me resulted in our entire region being completely down. No phone, no internet, no TV. Uh, it was like we were back in the Stone Age, y'all. 
I, I, I don't know how we did it. Um, the only thing we had then was some of our cellular data, but my uh, my work computer won't wouldn't the, the VPN for it would just would not connect when I try to set up a hotspot through uh, cellular data. wasn't didn't have quite enough oomph to run all that, so I was down hard for work. So I uh, I did what I could, and then I started knocking out clan games and. Uh, actually got the clan games done first in Knights of Zion with the Town Hall 14, uh, just as I was, you know, had nothing better to do while I was waiting for the internet service provider to fix it. Uh, now, when I finally did get a hold of the internet service provider, you know, this happened, I don't know, we'll say 1130 in the morning is when it happened. Uh, and then they told me that it'll be fixed by 430. I was like, great, a couple hours, that's not terrible, 430. And then I read the thing closer, and they said, no, 4.30 a.m. Uh, was when they were expecting to have it fixed. And it, uh, or actually, it was 4.15. At 4.15 a.m., they sent me a text message saying that, yeah, sorry, our bad. It's still not working. Now it's going to be done by 8.15 p.m. Uh, thankfully, it didn't take that long. It was shortly after that they got it back up. So we got the neighborhood back up on uh, all of its internet and phone and TV. Uh, so now we're able to get back to clashing, back to working, and, and uh, having some fun there. But enough about me rambling about the problems of construction in my neighborhood. Uh, what else about clan games? My uh, my other accounts, I typically wait till the end to uh, even start clan games on the other accounts. And that's mostly so I can see which clan needs help the most, right? Um, KOZ is pretty easy. You know, those, we, we, we knock it out and max out uh, clan games typically in the first day uh, because it's all, mostly it's, it's, it's all Town Hall 14s. We've got a couple lower guys in there, but those are usually uh, alt accounts for the co-leaders as we move back and forth. We need to have a second account in the clan so that we can easily get back into the clan and get herself promoted back up to, to co-leader without having to wait on somebody else, uh, regardless of what time of day it might be. Uh, so, yeah, KOZ is pretty quick about finishing off clan games. Eden's Edge was a little bit slower. Um, we'll get into some stuff about Eden's Edge in a little bit. Uh, but it's it's been a little bit quieter in there. Uh, and we've been running 10v10 wars because a lot of people have been opted out with uh, with hero upgrades and different vacations and things and that happens in, in in the summertime right month of july there tends to be a lot of traveling a lot of vacations uh that'll probably continue on for a little bit into august before people start getting back into a regular schedule once uh school gets back in session and, and things start slowing down but in the meantime you know get out there and enjoy the beautiful weather and, and any of the time off that you might have from school or being able to use some of that vacation time you have from work if you've got it. Uh, and that's hopefully what everybody that has opted out is doing. Uh, so, Eden's Edge has been a little bit quieter than normal as we wait on that. And it got down to the last, oh, when we had two days left or so, and some of the some of the guys in there were getting worried that they weren't going to max out clan games. And then uh, the, the co-leaders, we got to chat and we're like, well, I haven't done any, I haven't done a single uh, clan game challenge on my town hall 11 that's in Eden's Edge. Uh, a couple of the other co-leaders that have, you know, two and three and even four accounts over there hadn't even started because they were waiting to see where they needed to send stuff. So we knocked it out. Uh, when I checked this morning, actually, I think last night, they uh, on Monday night, they, they maxed out the top tier rewards in Eden's Edge. I finished off my town hall 11 stuff, so it's at it 4,000 points now uh, this morning. Down in COTP plebs, uh, it has been really quiet down there for a little bit. 
Uh, Blebs is still not fully maxed out tier, uh, what is it, tier six, but uh, there's only a few points left, and I have enough points left to gain on my Caddo Nine Fishes account that uh, I'll get those knocked out probably this afternoon while I'm eating my lunch. Uh, so we'll, we will definitely max those out in Plebs. So the ones that were worried about us not getting there, we got it, man. We got it. GG Plebs. Uh, but Plebs has been a little bit quiet. Uh, we've had a few a few accounts that have left over the past few days. Um, there's been a, another another clan that was started up. So. Uh, some of the guys that were in leadership roles over in this other clan took some of their accounts over there. There's some moving around and whatnot, but I got to looking last night, and because of clearing out a lot of the inactive accounts, uh, as it sits right now, we are we only have about 30 accounts, which means there's going to be several of them that are inactive. Uh, so a 30 v 30 CWL uh, would be difficult unless we can get some of those other folks to come back or recruit some new blood. So. Uh, maybe it'll be a little bit more lax on the the not rushed aspect of uh, COTP plebs. I let a, a buddy in this morning. Uh, he's been a, a long time long time member of the COTP uh, Discord server, and he's been in and out of uh, various clans that I've been in throughout the years. So uh, we let yeah. If, if you saw me let in a, a rush town hall ten this morning, uh, that was him. That's a tank lord's a, a guy that's been around for a while. Um, so I would rather have somebody active even. Even if he's got a Town Hall Seven King on a Town Hall Ten account, come on, Tank Lord, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you be in there, but I, I'm gonna need you to to get those heroes unrushed a little bit, all right? <laughs> uh, but yeah, we we might have to lax a little bit on uh, some of that non-rushed aspect that we're trying to to cling to in plebs. Uh, so if you've got uh, any any Town Hall Ten or lower and want to join up with a, a clan that, you know, the ones who are active are super active. Uh, we, we do spin wars pretty, pretty frequently. I've had to be out, I've had to be opted out the last several weeks because, um, I have really been trying to get my heroes, uh, maxed out before the next CWL on, uh, the Cat nine fishes account. I'm not going to quite max them out. Um, but they're going to, they're going to be a decent enough level to where my, my, that's going to be my forever town hall nine account. Uh, I just absolutely love town hall nine. So that's going to be the one that I keep forever there um maybe i'll you know enter into some of these these town hall nine events and leagues and whatnot uh, i didn't enter the last one that, that was advertised in the, the podcast community because i didn't have my max my heroes maxed out yet and uh, i really want to have that so that i can compete at the, the best possible level there and then the alpha fish account i'm trying to get the heroes up to 15 and 15 before cwl so that uh you know it's it's kind of difficult uh, with only level 15 queen, but I want to be able to do some queen charges and get my queen charge Lalo going on that account also. So that's why I haven't been warring as much down in plebs, uh, but it's simply because I've been hitting my hero grind pretty hard trying to get those guys up uh, and to be able to really compete and, and help out as best as possible. So again, uh, any anybody that's Town Hall 10 or lower, um, go ahead and apply to, to CUTP clubs if you'd like to get in there and hang out with a lot of the guys uh, from Clash on the Potty, um, myself. Uh, we've got a few guys from Eden's Edge and Knights of Zion who have many accounts in there and just, you know, friends that have been around for a couple years. Uh, we'd love to, to have you in there clashing with us. Uh, Eden's Edge, like I said, has been a little quiet. Eden's Edge, um, if you we are recruiting Town Hall 11 and up, and I'd, I'd love to see some folks come in and uh, we're kind of, I got to looking and we're a little short on Town Hall 13s. Most of the, the 13s have been a little quiet in there. 
Uh, we, we have a ton of 14s that are over Knights of Zion, uh, but the only 13 that was in the last war, I think, was Proverbs 31, and I'm sure she would love to have some company up there with a Town Hall 13. Uh, our, our, our 12s and 11s, we, 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 we tend to have a, a pretty good mix of those guys, not 10s and 11s, 11s and 12s, there we go. Uh, we have a pretty good mix of those guys uh, in the clan, uh, so we'd like to, you know, we'll still take anybody, Town Hall 11 and up. We do ask that you're not rushed in that clan. And here's what gets me, y'all. Um, it's, it's clearly spelled out in all of our recruiting forums. Uh, we have recruiting things in the Klaus Gaming server. If you join the, the Knights of Zion family server, uh, the only thing that you can see is the clan rules and the ticket channels for either applying to Knights of Zion or applying to Eden's Edge. And the, the little bot that you have to react to to, to get the, the application to, to open up and, and do all that, because uh, we use the, the ticket tool bot, uh, it, it says right there, you know, we are recruiting non-rushed Town Hall 11 and up. And I cannot believe how many rushed Town Hall 11s try to apply to the clan. And then they'll say, no, no, I max everything. Well, here, here's the thing. We, I, I talked about this last week. We, we installed the Clash Perk bot in the Knights of Zion family server, uh, and it does some, some fantastic things. I know I sound like I'm probably sponsored by Clash Perk, but I, I assure you I'm not. Um, I, I, yeah, I just found this tool uh, in, in some of its new features, and we have just been absolutely loving the use of it. So one of the things that it does is it has a rushed command. So anytime we have somebody that's applying to the clan, we ask for their their uh, their player tag. So you, you type rushed, add the player tag, uh, the bot goes into Clash of Clans, searches their profile, and generates this report that shows you everything in their account that is rushed, meaning they didn't max it out at the previous town hall level. Um, so last night we had a guy uh, that, that applied, and we, we run this command, and, and it comes back, and it even gives you a percentage of how many lab upgrades you rushed. And it came back saying like 36% rushed. There was a ton of stuff. And, you know, we said, hey, sorry, but you, you appear to be a little bit too rushed. Um, we could potentially overlook a little bit of rush stuff at Town Hall 12 and 13 level. But when the lowest we're allowing in the clan is 11, we really want to have that good foundation of somebody who maxed Town Hall 10 and then came into the clan uh, as a, as a, a non-rush Town Hall 11. And then he starts arguing. Well, no, no, there's only, you know, it's only one or two spells. I'm like, bro, you can literally see the report that's above that shows every single thing that you rushed. Um, and it's, it's, it's in a really easily readable format. It says, here's your current level. Here's the max level for Town Hall 10 that you needed to be before going to Town Hall 11. Uh, and it was a ton of stuff. It was like, oh, I don't use any of those things. Well, when you when you're, have a level one poison, I mean, who doesn't use poison? I mean, come on, that, that's pretty important. Uh, barbs and archers. Barbs and archers get used in every single attack because the barbs and archers that get spawned by your Barbarian King and Archer Queen ability are the same level as what is in your lab. So if you have rushed those, you're handicapping your, uh, your hero's abilities. Uh, so fix those man i know that nobody thinks that the barbs and archers are the greatest troops to to upgrade but they do get used in every single attack where you've got 
your heroes. So at least every single war attack. I know some people farm without heroes. But every single war attack, you've got them. Uh, and then he, he had, like, quake spells that weren't maxed out. Well, the Town Hall 11, the absolutely most dominant strategy is Zap Witch, which includes quakes. Uh, and if you're going to go after anybody who has maxed out their Inferno Towers at Town Hall 11, you actually do need to have an upgraded quake to zap those things out. Uh, so, you know, we, we, we get a ton of people that come in and don't read the requirements and maybe maybe we've set our standards a little too high uh, however we have multiple clans in the family so anybody that's rushed we say okay well then you if you really want to be in the clan family you can apply then to use code klaus um, and then the always the response back to that is well that clan's full well absolutely if you don't have a set of minimum requirements the clan is always going to be full use code klaus has no requirements other than once you are in they want you to be active if you are inactive then every like two weeks or so, uh, Parker and Kratos go ahead and, and kick the inactive people out so that we can get new people in there. Um, so yeah, in our specific clans, we have some minimum requirements that we want everybody to be following. Um, but the clan family itself does have some little bit more lax requirements to get into the family. So I don't know. Should we, should we relax some of the requirements to get into Eden's Edge? I don't know. What I think we're going to try to do is just uh, do a little bit better at promoting the clan and trying to recruit. So let me, any of you guys out there that are that are clan leaders um, or clan you know family leaders, recruiters, whatever it might be, how are you guys doing your recruiting? Where are you doing your recruiting? And what seems to be working the best? Uh, you would think that we're, we're in a clan family that is centered around a guy with over a half a million subscribers on YouTube. You would think that we would have a ton of people, and we do have a ton of people apply, but for the top two clans where we have these minimum requirements, um, where we don't want rush people, it gets a little bit more difficult uh, to recruit. Um, so let me know if you guys have ideas or what, show me what's working for y'all. Uh, I've actually been hitting up the... Uh, the Clash of Clans recruit Reddit subforum. I've uh, been getting on there every day and uh, keeping. All, we have a recruiting post for the Knights of Zion family in there, keeping it uh, up, updated and fresh every week. Uh, anybody in the that has one of the searching, I, I guess it's called Flare in Reddit. I'm I'm, I'm kind of new to Reddit, so forgive me if I sound like a Reddit noob. I am a Reddit noob, uh, <laughs> but you can you can add a tag to the post whether you're recruiting or searching. Uh, so I'll I'll scan through the the searching posts to see if there's anybody who might meet our uh, our minimum requirements and, and you know DM and the people that want to DMs or posting links to the uh, our clan recruiting uh, page in, in the comments of, of their searching posts and I've gotten a few responses and that one that I that I talked about uh, that was arguing with us about whether or not he was rushed came from Reddit. Uh, so, you know, I'm we are getting a little bit of response there, but it just doesn't seem to be doesn't seem to be working quite as much. Lots of people are asking, but when you send messages, nobody responds, and I get very little response when I'm posting things on uh, for us recruiting. Um, so, if if you are a redditor, uh, stop by, take a look at my post about Knights of Zion. So, go into the the r slash classic clans recruit and, and search for Knights of Zion. Uh, let me know what I need to do to tweak in my post 
um, to make it maybe a little more appealing to folks or, um, you know, give me some ideas. I did see, so, you know, podcast community, I've seen you guys on, on Reddit. Uh, I actually saw the recent recruiting post for Kent Greenhouse. Uh, so Kent Greenhouse, part of the Class Files family. And here's a funny thing. I saw their post on there, and I know that, that comments and upvotes and stuff, any sort of inter- interaction with the post kind of helps bump it up towards the top. So if I see friends who are recruiting on Reddit, I'm going to go ahead and, and comment on it. So I just said something about, you know, hey, fam, nice to see you all over here because I, I chat in their server, in their Discord server all the time. Uh, so they are... They have a recruiting post, right? All of their details. And I just put a comment on there. It's not because I was wanting to join the, the clan. It's mostly just to help get it bumped up uh, beyond the bottom of the Reddit channel. And somebody replied to me. Somebody replied to my comment. And their their reply to my, hey, to the, the King Greenhouse thing, their reply was, bro, you looking for a clan? All right. Now, let's... let's Let's just talk about this for a second. It wasn't the original poster, so it wasn't the guy from Kent Greenhouse. If it was somebody from Kent Greenhouse, I would I would think that some of the leaders over there might recognize my name um, simply because I've been in the, the Clash Files family uh, Discord server for so long. And that, that wasn't what the guy that responded said. He just said, bro, you looking for a clan. What kind of guy goes into some other clan's recruiting post and then replies to uh, random people and says, hey, you want to join my clan? Come on, have a little bit of decorum, y'all. <laughs> so, uh, Kent Greenhouse, you got some dude that's trying to trying to poach uh, recruits from your uh, recruitment post. <laughs> go go check that out. Maybe maybe delete that crap. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, don't, don't do that. Don't try to snipe people's recruits when they're out there trying to recruit. Make your own recruiting post. Have a little bit of decorum there, right? Yeah. But anyway, uh, apparently absolutely nobody in the Clash of Clans community reads anything because, like I said, we're, we're having trouble getting people who are actually reading requirements to get into clans. And uh, it's it's just been, I don't know, it's just been interesting. Uh, so in the, the Knights of Zion, Eden's Edge family, we are looking to, we're looking to up our game, right? We want to get our name out there a little bit more, uh, get some better interaction with our target audience um so one of the things that i'm going to try to do is uh well things had to change for klaus over this past year year and a half uh the pandemic yes he's a youtuber right that was his full-time job and you think well of course he can still work he's he's doing youtube he didn't need to go anywhere yeah that's true but ad revenue went down um so he was still able to work from home, but not able to make as much money because the way the algorithms and things work and there weren't as many people, well, there were people spending money, but their spending habits, I mean, all of our spending habits changed over the past year, year and a half, right? Uh, and a lot of that impacted some of the YouTubers. So while that was his full-time job and, and still is a huge part of his job, he did have to take, and he put this, this is all out on his uh his channel, so it's not like I'm, you know, divulging private information or anything. Um, but he's had to take up a, a second job working with his dad on some things, and that has limited his ability to do some of the stuff with the channel um, that we've done in the past that that helped 
you know, bring in more people and have more more interactions. He's not able to stream right now. Uh, we aren't doing as many events uh, with the audience. So I'm going to try to bring some of that back. Um, I'm going to look into how we can do some more event wars with uh, the subscribers to his YouTube channel. Whether or not he has time to actually stream it, we're, we're going to figure that out. But we're going to attempt to bring in some more events and some more interactions with the community to, well, you know, to drive up interest in, in what we have going on as a clan. And yeah, it might drive up some more interest in his his channel. But <laughs> the, from the co-leader's perspective, yes, we want to help our buddy Klaus out. But we also, we want to, you know, we want to keep the clans thriving also. So look forward to maybe some more events and things coming in the future. Uh, Got to figure out how we're going to make that happen. Uh, and when that's going to happen, when I, I want to get a regular schedule so that we can plan around it and make it make it a uh, make it good. I don't want to overwhelm the community with events, but I do want to get um, get some more stuff going out there. So look forward to that. Uh, the other thing is we're going to attempt to be a little bit more active on social media as a clan. Um, the Knights of Zion does have a Twitter page. It really has not Twitter page. That's not right. It's a Twitter account, right? Again, I'm, I'm a noob when it comes to Twitter and Reddit. So, you know, whatever. Sound like a boomer, don't I? Anyway, it does have a Twitter account, Knights of Zion do, uh, but it hasn't been active in years. So we're going to look at how we can uh, get that going because I, I know that a lot of gaming stuff does happen on Twitter. That seems to be one of the first places that Clash of Clans itself posts um, sneak peeks and leaks and update information and when they're going down for maintenance and when there's bug fixes and all that. So we want to get a little bit more active there and, and have a, a little bit more, uh, you know, audience participation going on, right? So look for that to happen. Uh, we were chatting on Discord, the, the co-leaders were of Knights of Zion and Eden's Edge. And one of our guys, one of the, the co-leaders, actually he's a co-leader in Knights of Zion, Eden's Edge, and use code Klaus. Um, so W. Parker, one of our guys, uh, he's also on my team for the scrims. Uh, w. Parker's wife is a marketing communications consultant. And he had a 15-minute conversation with her after several of us have been chatting online about how we could, you know, increase our, our awareness right of the clan and, and maybe bring in some new recruits and she sat down and put out this like marketing strategy plan um wow uh i'm, I'm impressed right um it she she not he said she knocked it out in about 15 minutes this, this whole document of, of strategies and plans and tips and tricks and things that we could potentially do it's i think it's more geared towards towards business because that's what she does um but yeah it would some of that stuff would totally work for us as a clan it, i think it's more in depth than what we need, but it's never bad to have more information that you need, right? Um, so thank you to Mrs. Parker. I know that, that, that Parker does listen, to, Mr. Parker does listen to the podcast, so uh, send our thanks to uh, to the wife there uh, for the work that she put into that. I'm, I'm totally going to be perusing through that document today to try to come up with some uh, some good tips and some plans on how we can increase our visibility out there and uh, get Eden's Edge back, you know, back to, I don't want to say elite because it's, it's Town Hall 11, 12, 13, right? Um, but we would like to, we'd like to have some of the best of the best out there. We've got a rather large community. We want to, we want to pull from that community to make our clans even a little bit better, right? 
All right, y'all. So it's uh, becoming the end of July. Uh, August coming up means we have Supercell or Clash of Clans birthday. Uh, August is when we, we we have a time to party, right? That's when the party king came out. That's when the party warden came out. Uh, we're looking forward to our next birthday party. And I think Clash of Clans put out a little teaser on Twitter. Uh, I shared the picture in uh, in Discord and Traffic Jam uh, channel uh, of the party king lowering his sunglasses and having a look like he has seen something amazing. And I have to think that that is because the party king is finally seeing the party queen arrive. Uh, I, I think that's what we're going to see next month when it, when the, the, we get our new hero skin in the gold pass. I, I think we're going to see our party queen finally show up to the party. Uh, what do y'all think? Do you, do you think it's going to be the queen? Do you think it's going to be the party warden? Or are they really going to throw us completely off and give us something else? And now because we have the, the birthday events that we all know are going to be soon we have a lot of people already talking about a potential update uh, I, I now we all know that catfish is always wrong when he has these bold predictions right um, but I, I think I have some evidence to support my position uh, and then supercell is gonna listen to this they're gonna laugh it off and I'm gonna be completely wrong but but hear me out now um, the last major update was only about a month ago. Uh, June 15th was when we had the summer update. So that's the, the Dragon Rider update, right? The first major update after Town Hall 14. Um, then there was a, a minor update the next day to do the bug fixes, because anytime there's a, a, a major update, the next day or two there's going to be some minor bug fixes, right? Um, so let's see. The, the, the major update before that was the spring update where we got Town Hall 14. That was April 12th. Um, the 13th, there was a bug fix, maintenance break. The 15th, another bug fix. And then April 29th, we had some balance changes. Um, because anytime there's a new Town Hall and a massive major update, then there's, they're always going to have to make some balance changes once those of us who uh, figure out how the new troops work go in and uh, just overuse those new troops and, and, and make them OP, right? So then there's got to be some balance changes. Uh, and then there was another little bug fix that they did in May. So April, major update, balance change. May, bug fix. June, I really think that was that was pretty quick. Uh, I'm wondering if the Town Hall 14 update, you know, shouldn't have been in like March and it got delayed a little bit because that was kind of out of their time frame. So seasonal update in June, seasonal update um, the spring update in April. Uh, the previous major update would have been December 8th of 2020. Um, so that was the Logmas update, the winter update. That is what brought in the Log Launcher, the invisib Invisibility Spell, Super Wizards, Ice Hound. Uh, we also got the Ice Wizards and Santa Surprise. So that's where we had some seasonal troops. Uh, and again, after that major update, um, a few weeks later, there were some balance changes, but that's when the, the Super Wizards got nerfed in, uh, in January. Before December, the last update was the fall update in October. Uh, and that's where we got the Super Valk, the Super Minion, um, the Super Troops went from being the, the week long to the three day. And we also got the Skeleton Barrel 
seasonal troop, temporary troop. So seasonal troop in October, seasonal troop in December. Okay. Um, so then the update previous to that, the summer update of 2020 was June 22nd. So in 2021, we had an update in June, right? June 15th. Uh, in June 2020, we got a summer update. That's where we got the um, the Headhunters, the Inferno Dragons, uh, and the Super Witch, uh, along with some other things. But that's the update that came in June. So June 22nd, summer update. June 24th, bug fix. July 1st, this is 2020, uh, another small bug fix. Then the next update didn't happen until October. Now that doesn't mean we didn't have other things that happened in there, because in August we had the birthday events. They brought in the party wizard. They came back, right? So we had party wizards in there for a little bit. Um, the trader, so get ready in August. We're going to have some probably some special offers from the trader. They did some things. There's probably going to be a lot of awesome packs available in the shop, so get ready for those. But I don't think we're going to have another major update until we get to like the October time frame. It's usually with the, uh, well, it's going to be the fall update, right? So, you know, technically the 2021 update happened in the springtime because it happened, you know, before the, the whole Equinox thing, right? But it was, it's the summer update. So I don't think we're going to have one until like the September, October time frame. Uh, history would, would tell us that it's going to be October because I think that's even if you go back to 2019. Um, yeah, we got the Royal Ghost in the October 16th, 2019 update. And then there was the next update in 2019 was December 9th. That's when we got 2000. That's when we got Town Hall 13. Um, so October and December seem to be the usual times for the updates. That doesn't mean we don't have people talking about it. That doesn't mean we don't have leaks already, y'all. Uh, I posted a couple things in the Discord server where there's actually been, and it was, um, one of them was actually the Clash of Clans that kind of leaked it themselves. So on the Clash of Clans wiki, there was some artwork. Uh, if you go to, the, it's not there any longer, uh, but if you go to the Clash of Clans wiki and go to the defenses section, and you have to do this on uh, the desktop site. The mobile site was a little bit different, but the desktop site, um, that defenses page at the very top of it, it had a picture of three defenses um, and one of them was an expo with green trimmings on it so we don't have that yet we don't have the upgraded expo at town hall 14 yet so we've already seen some uh, artwork from that um, clash of clans has since taken that artwork down and replaced it with the current uh, town hall 13 max expo that's on there but we still have that picture uh, that had been up there of the new version of the expo again we're not going to see that i don't think until september october um guys who are going through like the game files with the latest update have been able to find some sprites so you know sprites are the um the graphic renderings that are used to create the troops little tiny files uh that, that show pictures of, of various different angles so that you know as the animation moves they that yeah whatever it's how the, the graphics designers put the stuff into the game um, but if they go through the the sprites that are inside the game files we've been able to find what look like golem gems so on the on the golem's back there's those colored gems right 
Well, inside the game, there's some gems that look like what's on the back of the golem, except they're green. So does that mean we're going to have the very first level 11 troop is going to be the golem? I don't know how I feel about that. That, that seems odd, y'all. Uh, one of the other sprites that was in there was a P.E.K.K.A. that seemed to have a little bit more green on it. Uh, I, I need to go in and actually look through some close-ups of the current P.E.K.K.A. to see how much green's on him, but we could be seeing another level of P.E.K.K.A. I don't know about that. Uh, we'll have to see how that one happens. Uh, I, I will say that the one for the Golem, it certainly does. It, it looks exactly like the gems on the back of the Golem, but they are green. Um, the other thing we're seeing is uh, the base to a mortar and then an image of the multi-mortar that has green on it. So, yeah, I think we all expected that, that mortars and expos were going to get a level in uh, in the next update. So mortars and expos, looks like they're getting levels. Um, the golems, perhaps the P.E.K.K.A., and then the other one that has a pretty... I don't know, it, it, it definitely looks like it could be an update to the current version because it's including some purple on it, and that is the miner. So it looks like we might see golems and miners in the next update, uh, mortars and expos. Now, I'm sure there's going to be some other things, um, maybe some spells. Uh, I think there was a new potion that was leaked, but no idea. It was like a picture of a potion that had what almost looked like a rewind button on it. Um, so, you know, like a little little arrow, a little, little circular arrow pointing counterclockwise. So like if you were trying to, you know, rewind a couple seconds on YouTube, you know, you double tap on it and it rewinds. It, it kind of looks like that kind of logo, uh, but on a potion bottle. Not sure what that could possibly be. Um, let me know if you've got any ideas of what, what, uh, what sort of new potions could be coming into the game. All right, so to recap my, my long-winded rambling there about updates, let's go back to Town Hall 12. June 2018, so June 2018 is when Town Hall 12 was out. Next update, October, so June to October. October 2018 was when CWL came around. December 2018, that's when the Ice Golem, the Batspell, the Stone Slammer, the Shovel of Obstacles. We go then from December to April 2019, that's when the Season Challenges, the Gold Pass, that came out. April, I'm sorry, so April 2019 to June 2019, Builder Hall 9, Operation Blue Skies. So Operation Blue Skies was the, the Legend League, the huge change to Legend League. Then from June, we go to October 2019, uh, which is when, that's right about the time that Global Chat goes away. So then we get the player and clan labels where you can go into your profile and select your labels. Uh, and when they bring in the clan recruitment tool in-game um, that... Uh, I don't think I have ever used. Uh, so then October 2019 to December 2019, that's when we get to Town Hall 13. We go from December to March. Uh, so in 2018 to 2019, we went from December to April. 2019 to 2020, we go from December to March, uh, where we get the Super Troops. I think it was actually the last day of March, so that might as well count as, as April. Uh, but the spring update of 2020 is when we got Super Troops. Then we go to June 2020, where we get the Headhunter, the Inferno Drag, the Super Witch. Then to October 2020, Super Valk, Super Minion, and then the Super Troop cooldown. October to December 2020 is uh, Logmas, so Log Launcher, Super Wiz, Icehound. From December then to April, uh, where we get Town Hall 14, and then from April to June, where we get the Dragon Rider. So our, our uh, pattern is 
that we have April, June, October, December. April, June, October, December. March 30th, so April, June, October, December. We've already been through April and June in 2021, so I think October is when we're going to see that next major update. All right, so I think uh, I think that's about it for any of the, the update news or hype right now or any of the leaks that I've seen. If I see any others, I'll be sure to let you all know what we have seen, what's confirmed. Uh, again, Supercell hasn't really confirmed anything uh, about any of the updates that might be coming out, but I think we all can uh, connect the dots and figure out some of the things that are going to be in the next one. Uh, so what are some other things going on in Clash of Clans? Um, the CFF Summer Scrims, uh, the 5v5 tournament that we're in. Um, Jericho Rising, my team, we squared off against Eden's Edge, captained by Kratos this past week. Uh, we, uh, Jericho Rising came out victorious, um, but it was, you know, it wasn't a pretty one. We had some Wi-Fi disconnects. I think each team had a, a one star because of something like that. It was just not a pretty war. I, for a split second after seeing that clearly um, somebody on Kratos' team had been disconnected, you know, you'd see that half the troops get deployed and then nothing else happens uh, and the, the, the timer just runs out before you can see the rest of their troops get deployed. It's clearly a, a disconnect and it, it sucks when that happens, right? Um, I half thought about saying, hey, let's just redo the war, but I, you know, I didn't want to upset anybody else. And uh, so we, we, we took the win on percentage um, from Eden's Edge. And uh, hopefully next time we meet up, we won't have any of those connection issues that are haunting us. So, uh, again, my man, my team, Jericho Horizon, we've just had a sluggish start, y'all. Uh, hopefully, in the next one that we have scheduled coming up this week, we will be able to perform, you know, up to our standards. Uh, we just have been, been underperforming a little bit on our team. Uh, Knights of Zion, Captain by Big D. Those guys are still undefeated, sitting in first place in the league, and uh, I, I think they're feeling themselves. You know, I, I, I'm hoping that in a couple weeks, maybe somebody's going to put them back in their place. Hopefully, it's my team and, and not not one of the others. But you know, whatever. Uh, but congrats to uh, Big D and the Knights of Zion team. Y'all are just wrecking it. That uh, that war where they had, I think, three triples, three out of five triples, was just fantastic. So, so good job, guys, and hope to see more good stuff from you. Uh, me, this past week, uh, been pushing, not pushing, I hate to use that word. Uh, I have been using Blizzard Hydra. Uh, I saw, I think it was Jaeger in Clash Files Family, who actually my uh, my my scrims meet up this week is against his team, I think. Uh, but I saw him posting in Clash Files about what he was using. It was kind of similar to what I had been doing. I had been using some Dragon Riders, uh, trying some various different Hydra variants, and uh, he had been using the Blizzard version, so I said, you know what, I'd been going, uh, I had been doing a Sui version, and uh, I said, you know what, I need to practice Blizzard. I'm not the best at Blizzard, so let's get out there and practice it. And it, it did pretty well for me. I finished the season, I didn't even realize that it was the end of the season, um, so I, I finished the season in the 5,400, 5,500, I forget where exactly I finished off at. Um, so I wasn't pushing very high. I'm not actively pushing. I just I just like to be in Legend League. I, you know, I think it's a great place to get loot. It's a great place to practice. Um, 
so while I was learning yeah I had a couple fails the first few times I used Harvey so I ended up with some one stars but you know, that's not a big deal use those mistakes to learn and get better and then hopefully the next time it works out so that's what i'm using right now I'm using the blizzard version of hydra so dragons and dragon riders um, I, I go back and forth on whether or not i take a hound to tank for the blimp or if i send the blimp through the warden's tome uh, to keep it a mortal as it heads towards the town hall or wherever the uh, wherever the highest value is going to be for that Right now, it's a little bit difficult for me uh, because my king is down, y'all. Uh, so trying to do, I do a little bit of a suey with the king and queen to the goal usually is to take out the eagle artillery, depending on where it is, or at least create a little bit of a, a funnel, take out a little bit of a corner so that the, uh, the hydra can then have a nice path through the base. And you want that blizzard to take out the town hall before the hydra gets there so that the dragons and dragon riders don't all die off poison bomb but right now I have my my barbarian king and my unicorn down so I don't have that extra little bit of healing power going on to my queen uh, so I've got the yak with the queen which I don't normally do but it's kind of working out because you know that, that yak can get her get her through a wall as long as she then follows the yak you know uh, just like in football man if you're a running back you gotta follow your blocker right she doesn't always follow her blocker. <laughs> she tends to go and do her own thing, right? And it ends up getting roasted sometimes. But uh, it, it's working out okay. Can't wait to get that king back up in a couple days so that I can keep pushing uh, towards getting a little bit better at this this uh, attack. Uh, I use that Pekka Smash. Uh, I use the, what I, I guess, the Chinese Smash version of it a little bit. Uh, the Super Pekka Smash. That was fun. Um, I, I love I love ground attacks. So that was kind of fun to try out for a little while, but I, I try not to stick with the same one for too long, um, and I try to, to bounce back and forth between ground and air so that I can stay fresh. I want to have at least two attacks that I'm, I'm decent with, uh, so that when I go into war, I can do some good stuff. On my Town Hall 11, y'all, I am having so much fun on my Town Hall 11 right now. I didn't have this much fun the first time around because I was I was speeding through Town Hall 11 trying to catch up because I hit Town Hall 11 right around the time I think that 13 came out so I was trying to get up there so that I would only be one behind or I knew that Town Hall 13 was coming so I was trying to get through 11 quickly and uh, try to catch up to Max right uh, so I just sped through 11 as, as fast as possible now with my little catfish account I'm having so much fun with that 11 it, it's insane um, it, like I've said a hundred times in the past, Town Hall 11 is broken. Uh, it's it's now come down to how creative can I be to s still get the triple. Uh, and yes, I'm still using witches. I am still using a, a, a Zap Witch variant, and uh, yeah, it, it's overpowered. And yeah, I'm using I'm using uh, Siege Machine. I've switched which Siege Machine I'm using at the moment uh, simply because I wanted to try something a little bit different, a little bit new. I have switched over instead of using three golems. I think it was three golems and 14 witches. Uh, and then occasionally I would drop out a witch or two and bring in some super wall breakers so that I have a little bit of a different entry. And then a log launcher uh, with bowlers and uh, yeti in it. Now I'm doing seven witches. And here's the thing. It's a troop that I have never really used. I mentioned it when Nob asked me if there was one army type that I would like to know how to do uh, and just don't and haven't used it yet. And I mentioned it then 
haven't really tried it out on my main account yet at all. But the troop that I'm using right now with my witches is super archers. Y'all, those ladies, they are so powerful. I did not realize how much of a range the super archers have. Uh, I'm using, so two golems and an ice golem, a golem on each, on, a, on you know, two corners. Well, first you're gonna start off zapping out Inferno Towers. That, that's it. You start off zapping out Inferno Towers. I don't care if they're in islands, I don't care if they're on single or multi. The first thing you do is a quake on each and then four zaps on each. Inferno Towers are gone. And this is if they are Town Hall 11. If it's Town Hall 12 and they have upgraded their Inferno Towers, uh, then you got to use five zaps to get them out. Uh, so hitting 11 v 12 can get interesting because you lose the extra spell that you would usually have in your clan castle. But anyway, uh, zap out the Inferno Towers, and then your next goal is to go after the Eagle Artillery. And uh, you're going to place... Uh, golem on each corner, one witch and one super archer behind um, to start clearing some stuff out. Uh, drop the ice golem in the middle between those uh, two regular golems. Lay down some more witches so the skellies can get in their tank. You're going to drop a siege barracks, and the siege barracks is going to have hogs in it. Um, and then, you know, your heroes, the rest of the super archers in there, and then I'm taking two um, super wall breakers. So, no, this is not a cheap army for farming, uh, because it's costing me 50, how much is it, 50,000 Dark Elixir every three days, because I have two super troops in there, right? It's costing me a lot of Dark Elixir, but I don't care. I'm not really, I'm not farming that one too fast. I'm, I'm there just having fun. Anyway, um, the super wall breaker, you got two of them because you want to try to get through two layers of walls. Uh, so one of them is going to let that, uh, the first super wall breaker is hopefully going to let that ice golem get through the first layer of wall um, because you don't have a log launcher to break through walls. When I would take super wall breakers in just a regular zap witch, those uh, wall breakers were going to let the initial funnel golems in on the sides to create a better funnel. This time I'm wanting it to go into the middle. Uh, so the first super wall breaker goes down right as some of the skellies are going so that they can break that first level of walls. Uh, you're going to hold off on that second super wall breaker until any other external compartments have been cleared of buildings because a super wall breaker will target a closed compartment that has buildings in it. Um, so if I have, say, uh, say that wall from like three to six has three separate compartments in it. If I drop two super wall breakers back to back, they're going to open up those external compartments. But if I wait for like you know, whatever's in those corner compartments, the wizard tower, uh, uh, a mortar, uh, uh, archer tower, a cannon, whatever, if I wait for those to go down, then the super wall breaker is going to go in through that first break and target the next level of wall behind it. So that's that's how you can kind of funnel your super wall breakers, or even regular wall breakers. You know, they target closed off enclosed spaces with buildings behind them, or with buildings in them. So wait for any external layer of walls to have all their buildings removed, and it's gonna be those super archers that are taking out those buildings with their, their tremendous range. Um, while you're doing this, you're watching those Eagle artillery shots. If the Eagle is, uh, focusing on your main group that has your Grand Warden, the Ice Golem, and some of the Witches and Super Archers in it, you're going to want to protect them early. Uh, because if those Super Archers can get in, even into that first layer of walls, sometimes their their arrows 
as they're continuing on, are going to be taking out that Eagle artillery even before you open up the core. So if the core has the town hall and the Eagle artillery in it, and it's like one of those island bases, it doesn't matter. Those super archers can still hit the things in there. It is amazing. Um, so yeah, uh, get into that second layer if it's a ring base or whatnot, and then things just start working around the outside, and it's, you know looks like it's not going to work for you because everything is walking you've got one part of your army going right one part of your army going left and like it's all going to meet in the middle in the back but those super archers arrows are crushing through everything and still hitting all those buildings in the core and taking them down with their that you know that extended damage that they're able to do um it's it's even more powerful than the regular sap witch uh, then as things are starting to develop through there and if there are any defenses left in the core that is when those hogs start coming out of the siege barracks. Uh, so the the spell that I'm taking in the CC is a heal, so that wherever those hogs start to go, uh, they're usually going to meet up with a, a group of troops somewhere, and I'm going to be dropping that heal to protect witches, super archers, and hogs as they get through some of the splash damage or even some of the, the spaces where there are several point defenses going. So Town Hall 11, um, yeah, regular Zap Witch is broken, but man, the Super Archer Zap Witch is fun. I am, I'm having a lot of fun with it. Um, I don't think, other than a friendly challenge against a base that was pretty much designed to try to stop Zap Witch, uh, my Super Archer Zap Witch is, is perfect against Town Hall 11, so I have tripled every single base that I've gone against uh, with it, <clears throat> except Fido created a, he was trying to work on a base to specifically combat Zap Witch, which if, if you specifically combat Zap Witch, it opens you up to E-Drag Spam, um, just, it, it did, <laughs> so I tried that against his, got a, in a high percent two-star, but if it's a, a two-star Town Hall 11 to me is a fail, because it should be so easy to, uh, to triple anything in Town Hall 11 versus 11 right now. Uh, so anything except that one base in a friendly challenge that he specifically designed it to combat that, I, I have not had anything less than a, than a three-star against Town Hall 11. So it's, it's been fun. Um, no, I'm not a guy that's going to go into a Town Hall 11 uh, no-siege tournament and, and do well. I'm exploiting every single benefit that I have. Uh, I could probably go in and do an 11 v 11 triple without the sieges. You know, we used to do it back in the day before we had siege machines, right? So we should still be able to do that. <clears throat> All right, y'all. Uh, I think that we're getting towards the end of this week's episode. I do, uh, again, want to thank y'all for, for riding along with me. Uh, I want to shout out my man, Tribe of Judah and uh, his lovely wife, Proverbs 31. They listened to last week's episode uh, where I was talking about that coffee from Onyx called Happy Sips, and uh, they went and ordered two bags of it. Now, I failed to mention this on the podcast when I highlighted this coffee. Y'all, Onyx coffee is awesome, but it is not cheap at all. So, uh, yeah, Tribe and Proverbs dropped a little bit of coin on uh, this coffee. Um, most specialty-grade coffee roasters are selling their, their coffees in 12-ounce bags. Uh, Onyx is charging a little bit more per bag, and they're selling it in 10-ounce bags. So you're, it's, you're paying a premium for, for getting their coffee. And um, yes, I do pay a premium for coffee every month, and if I told you how much I, I spend every month... Uh, some of y'all would, would, yeah, y'all would wonder why I'm free to play on, on Clash of Clans, yet I spend this much money on, on coffee and coffee gear every month. But anyway, um, 
yeah, shout outs to those two for, for picking that up and, and enjoying it. Uh, I hope that you're able to brew it up in a way that it really does taste good and that you don't feel like you just wasted some money. Um, if, if you do, maybe I'll work something out and buy one of those bags off of you to, to help recoup the cost uh, because I'm I'm digging it. Uh, I am, I'm really loving that coffee. I'm to the very tail end of it and trying to decide if I'm going to if I'm going to go ahead and order another bag or not, or if I'm just going to move on to something else. But uh, yeah, my, my friends at Onyx Coffee Lab have some great stuff going. Um, I, I know through uh, you know being Facebook friends with, with their director of wholesale marketing, and uh, he's a good dude. Name's Bear. Uh, yes, his name really is Bear. And uh, I, I have enjoyed some of his stories and, and some of the things that he has been able to share from being in the professional coffee biz. And, uh, you know, that's something that every single day, I, I think more and more that, that that's a space that I would love to move into is, uh, you know, I've got a, I've got a job that has been very good to me and very good to my family for many, many years. And I just, at this point is as, as long as I've been here in this, this same position, I'm, I'm, I'm starting to feel that itch that, uh, maybe, Maybe it's time for me to grow up and get a real job. Oh, wait, I already have a real job, so maybe it's time for me to, to I don't know, have that, that midlife crisis where I move on from a, a stable, steady position that has a a, uh, a, a salary and a, and a pension and move into something, uh, I don't know, a lot scarier because it's not quite as stable. <laughs> we'll see what happens with your boy Catfish in the next year or so as I figure out what it is that I'm supposed to be doing. But appreciate anybody that uh, that's that's praying for me about how to figure out what all what all it is that I'm supposed to be doing. Uh, I love you all for for helping me out in that way. Now, y'all, um, on more serious note, I uh, just found out that um, well, I found out a few days ago that my father and stepmother uh, both been diagnosed with COVID with the Delta variant. It was kicking their butts. And uh, they were at home. They said it was terrible, uh, but they, they were doing okay. And I just found out from my brother uh, a little bit ago, sent me a text and said that both of them have now been hospitalized. Um, so uh, that's that's very near and dear to me. Um, my, my dad lives a couple thousand miles, well, not a couple thousand miles away. I'm in Virginia. He's out somewhere in the middle of Oklahoma. Um, so quite a ways. It's been a long time since I've been able to see my dad. And... Uh, he, he's not doing so well. Hopefully, uh, the, the doctors will be able to treat him and, and they'll be recovering from this quickly. But if y'all uh, could be thinking and praying about them, uh, totally appreciate that. Um, and uh, hopefully, next week I'll have some good news for y'all about what happened there. Um, and for anybody else who's still struggling with any of these things, any uh, with the pandemic, with any other any physical, mental ailments, um, y'all reach out to us in the discord server uh, whether you just need somebody to chat to whether you want somebody to pray for you uh, i don't know that any of us are necessarily medical professionals to give you that sort of advice but just having a just having some open ears and a shoulder to lean on sometimes can can help make you feel better and that's really what i love about this clash of clans community is that we all really are a community we all uh tend to, to be there for one another and it's just uh, it's a great thing that even in a time when people are afraid to go out in real life and uh, maybe it's not even that they're afraid to go out in real life maybe you really are locked down in some of the places where you're at we still have an outlet we still have some friends out here in the digital realm who we know are, are thinking of us and, and, and looking out for us so uh, thank you to everybody who's been there for me in this community since I've been playing and uh, hopefully 
we're all able to be there for you too. Y'all, uh, that is going to be it for this week. Uh, again, thanks for, for riding along. I uh, wish each and every one of you the best. And uh, I hope that you crush these clan games, that uh, CWL is coming up, that you're able to do everything you want to do with that. And I look forward to talking to everybody in the Discord server throughout this next week. Y'all, make sure you're uh, staying safe and having some fun while you're out there playing in traffic. Bye for now.